Greetings and welcome to another round of the Master Phil in Your Corner podcast. This episode number 93, do the clothes make the man or the woman? What does what you wear say about you? So here we have uh, like a brother from another mother on the podcast for the, the first time. So uh, you know, we're going to welcome Wayne Cloth. He's a COO, Chief Operating Officer of Majid NYC. It's a clothing manufacturer. So who better to have on here than someone who knows clothes? And starting from the bottom up or the inside out, shall we say. So, but you have you have been in hats and underwear and everything. So, Tracy, right. um, so just tell uh, Wayne, <laughs> tell a little bit about yourself. And then uh, it's funny because I also had um, Bob Pearson on John Pearson. I'm used to calling him Bob his whole life, but he's John. Yeah, you know, it's a whole thing. So anyway, so um, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. And then uh, we're going to get into this. Okay. Well, thank you, Mr. Ross, Sensei Ross. Um, you know, I've been in this business since, my God, 2003, kind of backed into the fashion industry. I was working for NASCAR of all places and uh, met a guy at a racetrack who made most of the hats in NASCAR. And yeah. he said he didn't know anybody in the sport. Did I want a job? And I was like, you know, I work for NASCAR. It's pretty cool. He's like, well, let me put a package together for you. Tell me what you think. He sent it to me. And I said, okay, when do I start? <laughs> so hats off to that deal. <laughs> yeah, but 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 since then, you know, I've worked on a little bit of everything. I really started to headwear, uh, but I've made everything pretty much, you know, from, from your feet all the way to your head. I've made socks. I've made underwear. I've made tees, hats. I mean, I've made at this point, I think, 36 million baseball hats. Wow. Um, if only had a nickel for every one of them, right? <laughs> and, and other than that, right now, Majid is a 65-year-old fashion accessory house started by a Holocaust survivor. Um, his sons run it now, mm -hmm. and I helped them run the business. We recently got into the men's underwear business, um, hence the inside out. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'm nicknaming the industry as a Mad Hatter, but I've done a little bit of everything. And, you know, I've got a diverse background because of what I did before uh, fashion, but also I know a lot of people in the industry. So it, it, I'm kind of a go-to for a lot of people because I, I, I don't whitewash my uh, opinions. <laughs> I think it, I think it's better to stick with the Mad Hatter. I don't know if you want everyone out there, the Mad Breach and Mad Underwear. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mad Hatter works just fine. I'm the Mad <laughs> Hatter who happens to make underwear. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's hey, um, so you know the Latin saying, vestis virum, right? The clothes make the man, okay? right? And whether it's the man, the woman, whatever it is, uh, you know, it seems uh, what I see in society now, and it's been this trend has been going on for a while. You know, people dress down and down and more down and more down. Uh, and and you know, it's funny. I was watching uh, one of the UFCs a number of years ago, and they had the um, they had uh, the uh, Ultimate Fighter, and they had Conor McGregor. And um, Uriah Faber. So Uriah Faber's wearing a t-shirt, shorts, flip-flops. And um, Conor McGregor is all decked out. You know, right. he's wearing a three-piece suit with a nice tie, shoes, and so forth. And he's saying, hey, you know, I'm rich like this. That's why I can dress like this. And, um, you know, Uriah Faber's like, well, I made it so I can dress like this. And, and and then we see people like Zuckerberg in his T-shirt 
and uh, and so forth. So uh, and then we see Elon Musk, who definitely is not in a T-shirt. Uh, he's usually in a uh, jacket, a shirt, sometimes a tie, so forth. Right. But you know, and 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 then also we can even get into how people perceive people on the street, because I think that there's also an issue with that. You know, if you see three guys coming toward you and they're dressed like in Brooks Brothers suits or eyeside shirts or something, you think nothing of it. Right. You see three people coming towards you with bandanas, do-rags, piercings, stuff like that, uh, holes in the jeans and cut off sleeves and stuff. You're like, oh man, I might have an issue here. So right. let's talk about these trends that have that have uh, come upon. Oh, and another trend, of course, is those all these women wearing yoga pants. It's all they wear is yoga pants. Right. <laughs> Some of them I don't mind. Other ones I think uh, maybe it's a little. It's uh, all about what you. It's all about one's perception of their self, right? I yeah. mean, the old story is the guy who walks into a Porsche dealership in a torn torn jeans and a T-shirt, and, and the guy, the salesman doesn't walk up to him, right? Right. But the, the guy's a millionaire, right? And he's right. in there to buy three Porsches. So you know, clothing really, it's what it's not necessarily what what somebody wants the perception of them to be. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's just what they're, it, they're comfortable in. It used to be in the day that, that you know, if you worked in, you know, white collar, you wore a white collar, you wore a jacket and tie and shirt. Then it got, it became business casual. Um, and, and, you know, the pandemic really has changed the way people dress because whether they work remotely or work hybrid, so few people, are actually buying suits and ties these days. I actually had this conversation the other day with with one of my best friends that you know, Bruce Feniger, yeah. who is moving to Raleigh, North Carolina from New York. He's got a new job. Right, right. And, and he's moving to Raleigh, North Carolina from New York. And I said to him, will you continue to wear suits and ties? He said, yeah, that's who I am. That's fine. It, it, it's the same thing. What I tell people is, let's take it to hats. You know, the you can't wear a hat. You have to wear the hat don't let the hat wear you right it's all about personality you know and, and interestingly enough i was reading an article today about the health angels and how you know the perception of health angels is that they're all these either drug dealers or violent and, and you know that's not true about them there's a lot of them who are working their community a lot of but people's perception of what they see when they people wear the colors is oh they're a specific person so, you know, people will wear what they want to portray, right? It, it, it's, you know, it, like, the, the, it's the whole suburban trend of, of dressing, you know, urban, right? It, 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 it you know, it, 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 that's great, but the reality of it is, is that you're not dressing to where you live, and that's fine, too. You can dress, people can dress however they want. Right. I mean, I always tell people you, you, if somebody walks into a room and, and, you know, my joke is and they think they look good. Well, they must because they dress that way. Right. So it, it, it's apparel and clothing. Really, they used to make the man more mm -hmm. woman. Mm -hmm. Now, I think it, it, it what it does is allows people a little bit more creativity. Um, you know, when I go to a trade show, you know, I, I wear jeans and a nice shirt. Right. I, I haven't worn a suit on a business in a business meeting since I think 2007. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I, I very, very rarely see people in, in a shirt and tie. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, even in legal these days, you know, you, you know, you look at that industry and, and business casual is really the way to go. But on the other side, streetwear, I always joke, my kids call me, you know, I'm the world's oldest prep, right? Because I still dress a little bit like a prep, right? And that's just my style. Mm -hmm. But your style is, you know, it's personal to you. Pharrell mm -hmm. Williams was just introduced as new head of men's design for Louis Vuitton. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it, it, does that mean that Louis Vuitton is going to take their entire men's business to street, you know, to streetwear? Or is it just going to influence it somewhat? Right, right, right. You know, and, and, and that's the thing. Then, then you look at, thankfully, you know, the, the whole... Well, I, I know why that's going on. I know why that's happening. Why they want to have streetwear and Louis Vuitton. It's because of all, like, the shoplifting and smashing grabs that are going on. Right. Hey, you know, you, you want stuff you want to wear. Right. But what's the point in just, in just getting it and I'm not going to wear this? Hey, I right. want to steal it and wear it. <laughs> But but you know the, the the reality of it is if you if you look at um, that market right um, I I'm always amazed by the streetwear market right there's a brand called Supreme it's been around for a while you know when Supreme does a release and you go to their store there's 500 people waiting online to get into their store because they do limited edition stuff it's the same thing with you know when um, the Jordans come out right where people wait online. And and that's fine. Um, I'm not of I'm not of the mindset that I would wait online for it. But no. you know they create you know a need a need and a want. You know and it, it it's just, yeah if you if you were to take it into, for example, sagging has for all for all intents and purposes gone away. Oh wait a minute wait a minute I just saw these ads for some serious sagging. I mean. But for the most part, and bagging down right. to the knees. I mean, it was like the most for the most part, though, at, at, at there's a very small cadre of people yeah. who are still following that trend, right? Mm -hmm. if you if if you looked at streetwear in two thousand three, two thousand five, mm -hmm. it, it was more bright colors and bigger stuff. and it's it's almost gone for the most part, preppy now. It, it, it's gone the, the way of, you know, denims, it's gone the way of sweatshirts, it's gone collared shirts, you know, t-shirts have really fallen off, print t-shirts have really fallen off. Um, but the same thing, the, the new era 5950 baseball hat used to be required, that shape used to be re required equipment for anybody who was in the streetwear or in fashion market, that's what they wore. Right. And, and then it also was fedoras. So it, fashion, is, it, it, it used to be fashion makes a man. And now it, it, it has gone to a point where fashion is fluid. And, and you know, if you've watched some of the award shows, you know, some, there's some gentlemen who are you know, wearing what you would be called a dress. And, you know, look, it, it, I, well, I may never wear it. And, and, and you know, as goofy as it looks to me, look, if they're happy and they're comfortable in their skin, you know, to me, um, it is what it is. It, 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 it's like if you ever go to a uh, a big fashion show, right, mm -hmm. and you see the women and men coming down the... Oh, yeah, let, let's hold that thought right there. Uh, you know, you see these fashion shows. You see these people wearing these outrageous clothes, yet... I've never seen anybody out wearing that stuff. Exactly. Okay, so exactly. I, I'm kind of like, 
maybe I'm not invited to. No, that's exactly where I was going with that. <laughs> you know that that you know fashion shows are are meant to be aspirational, I guess. But in in the big picture, you know, the vast majority of people, you know, will will never wear that stuff. You'll you know, a, a designer will do something outrageous to make a name. Yeah. Right, and that's okay. There, there's a business called ABS, which lives to take the looks off of runways, like at shows, mm -hmm. um, like at the Oscars, a $5,000 dress and he'll sell it for three twenty-five. dollars right? It, 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 there's, there's always somebody who's going to capitalize on that. But, but high fashion is, is really for a very, very small um, percentage of people. If you want to hear a fact that people don't understand, 52% of all men in the United States, all men buy their business attire or work attire at a Walmart or a similar store. Yeah. 52%. And, and right now, the vast majority of business that is done in retail is done in off price in places like TJ Maxx and Marshalls and, yeah. and, 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 Holes, and like Northern Rack. But people don't realize that off-price stuff, like if, if you go to the Under Armour outlet, mm -hmm. the stuff's made for the Under Armour outlet. It's not leftover stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right. It, 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 it's it, people should dress however they want. Okay. It, again, it, it, if you feel comfortable in it, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, it wear it. You know, I mean, it, it, it's. You know, it goes back to the old idea of a kilt, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, those were men back then, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Guys who wore kilts were real men. And the Scots and the war. I mean, you know, you can go back to the, the, the wars back then, right? Those guys fought wars in kilts, you know? So if you're comfortable... They hide weapons up there, though, I think. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, that that's the thing about fashion and... and if, if you want somebody to have a specific opinion of you, you dress a specific way. This is where I'm going. This is where I'm going. I knew that. That's why I threw that in there. Yeah. yeah. You know, if, you know, I, I, I still believe that the dress to impress, you know, holds true in certain instances, especially, you know, you're going to a work function, you're going for an interview. Uh, you know, I would not show up to an interview in a t-shirt and shorts. Right. I don't think it's appropriate. Right. You know, I would at least wear a jacket, collared shirt, nice pants, right. and shoes. Uh, you know, because it, you used to be judged on that stuff. Uh, right. But I still think that that you are to a degree. And you know, maybe people say, "Oh, God, that guy's cool. He dresses down. He's you know, got five million dollars in the bank. You know, whatever, ten million dollars, and uh, he dresses like that." Whereas other people, hey, they, you know, they want to flaunt it that they have it, they've made it. Like if you look at maybe the difference between uh, Conor McGregor and Uriah Faber, right. you know, Conor McGregor came from nothing. Right. So he aspired to see people in these suits and so forth, you know, where Uriah Faber came from, um, you know, suburban California. Right. Uh, know, yeah. So, yeah. And, and that's what, that's what he aspires to, right. you know, um, <laughs> but the things, are, but do we think though, that people, with what they're wearing, either command more or less respect. You know, Conor McGregor is an interesting thing, right? Yeah. Because he dresses like that, right? Mm -hmm. But he's he's well known to be, you know, will reach will reach out in rage and start fight, you know. So while he dresses a certain way, 
that's supposed to give a specific, you know, vision, he well, doesn't act to that a lot of the time. Well, you know, you know, most mob guys back in the day wore suits. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. But we're not talking, you know, you know, the Teflon Don here. We're talking a perception, you know, Uriah Faber, who was dressed like a surfer kid, you know, when he was interviewed, never got mad at the guy and punched him. Yeah. You know, so it, it, again, it's it's putting it, you dress to put out a perception. Mm -hmm. What you do after that perception is up to you. Yeah. You know, it, it's just like streetwear. Right. It, it's just like you, you talk about kids with piercings and everything else. Yeah. You know, it, it, to me, would I wear that? No. Yeah. You know, and, and I've interviewed kids who've got lots of piercings. Mm -hmm. And honestly, you know, some of them are really, really smart and some of them mm -hmm. are great artists. But for if I'm catering to a specific client base, can I introduce them to that client? becomes right. a question yeah and, and again you know the, the, the line is you can be as creative as you want but we pay your check we pay your bills right. because so here's a, it, yeah because if you have somebody working for you representing you your product your company and they right. come in with holes in their pants and, and a ratty t-shirt or like a you know shirt untucked sloppy or whatever or hair all over the place i mean i don't have to worry right. about that neither do you but um you know they they're not presented properly so so then then the, the whole problem is like well gosh you know you're not you're not representative of what we want to put forth that's right but now then then maybe they say oh you don't like me because of something else right maybe blamed on something else when it has nothing to do with that and i i would even go as far as to say that that people in the street uh when they're out and about they're trying to convey a certain persona by wearing certain clothes mm -hmm. like you know, maybe guys wearing a, a muscle shirt to show off. Right. You know, say, hey, right. Uh, I'm tough. Don't mess with me or something, you know. Right. Um, whereas uh, someone who, you know, maybe dresses down, wears a long sleeve shirt and so forth, maybe they don't, uh, they want to convey something different. Right. So, you know, are people still getting that effect from the clothing? And, and are people dressing a certain way, trying to evoke a certain emotion which would then preclude them to say well you don't like me because of this that and the other thing or race sex whatever right but right. It really has nothing to do with that it has to do 100 percent with the clothes that they wear and what they're projecting the perception of what they're projecting out there that's absolutely right and, and you know it, again it's why companies have morals clauses mm -hmm. um you know when, if, when i worked for nascar right if if i were to have worn a you know gone to the track and worn say a Perhaps blue ribbon shirt. You know, they're not a sponsor. Why would you do that? You know, these are our sponsors. Why would you do that? It, 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 it's that would be me being a rebel, and they, they don't have to pay me since I'm now not doing something that suits my company. It, it's the same thing if you go to a, a trade show or an exhibit. Um, what, what I'm wearing and I'm introducing myself to people will be the perception of my company. Right. So and and it's why companies have gone to you know both a hybrid and in a hybrid of look if the joke is the guy's sitting there and he's got a shirt and tie and he's in his underwear right well yeah it's, I'm not even wearing pants but that's okay. right well thank you but <laughs> but you know the, the the thing about it is is that if I am don't worry <laughs> if you're on your well I'm in shorts but I live in Florida um, <laughs> but if 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 you want to put out a specific perception of you. 
right? Like a lot of, you know, kids want to be artsy. That's great. Right. You know, I mean, you know, if you want, if they want to color their hair a certain way, that's fine. If, if you're an art, if you're an art director or a creative designer and you want to do that, if you're a salesperson and you're selling to Bloomingdale's, you might not want to show up with green hair. No. And not another example. So back when I started my career back in advertising, I, I still remember this vividly. I wasn't making a lot of money. And the salesperson who showed up in, to make the sales call came in with this really expensive fur coat. To this day, I remember that because, you know, you know, I'm not making a lot of money. Why would you make me feel bad? Right. And, and maybe she didn't understand that perception. But the perception was, look, you're making all that money and I'm just this guy, Schmiel. You know, it, it, it's, it, people will accept what you put out, right. but that doesn't mean they like it or want it. You know, you can act however you want, you can dress however you want, you can say how, say whatever you want, you know, but the, if you, the, the perceived value of what you wear and how you present yourself depending on the situation, it's situation, mm -hmm. right? You wouldn't wear a suit and tie to, you know, you know, whatever, one of the bars we used to, to the cellar, you know, wouldn't wear a suit and tie to the cellar unless you were coming after work, right? Yeah. But, you know, if you're, if you're going to Capitol Grill, yeah. you know, and you wore a suit and tie, nobody would think anything else of it. But if you showed up at Capitol Grill, a torn shirt, people might go, yeah, and people do, and I do see that, and I think that 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 I, I don't know if that's the best thing because you know it just seems like we're just kind of showing that we don't care, especially right. when you see people are very unkempt. Uh, people just threw something on. It's like that person doesn't care. Now, are they trying to portray that they don't care to be cool, or right. are they a person that really just doesn't care? Right, right, right. Well, and and, and that becomes an issue also because. You know, it, it's not like everybody comes with a little primer trying to figure out who they are and what they are. You know, it, it's when you first meet somebody, um, it, that first perception in a lot of ways mm -hmm. is what you carry. Now, it may not be right. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, it's, you know, over my career, I've met a lot of people who, you know, I thought were wonderful people and I found out they weren't. And I've met a lot of people who I thought were idiots and they're great people, yeah. you know, and, and, and you know, it, Unfortunately, the, the the first image we put out, it it, it carries a lot of weight with it. Yeah. So again, if you if you're going back to the kids walking on the street, you know, with you know tats and stuff, look, I, you know, and you know this very well. It, it, it it's tat wearing a tat used to mean you're a rebel. Right, right, right. I mean, I tell everybody the joke about when we went out and got our ears pierced, yeah. right, and and we split a pair and. I came home and my friend, buddy at home's father goes, so I hear you pee sitting down these days. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, it, it, it's, but that was then. Now, tattoos are kind of, or even passe. You right. know, I mean, it, it, if you don't have a tattoo or yeah. you don't have a piercing or, you know, it, it, it's, it's become, you know, generational. Mm -hmm. um, but even, you know, generations, you know, our generation now, or people are, are tatted um, and they're getting them now. It's not like they got them 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, thankfully the old tramp stamp has gone out of, so, <laughs> but, but, you know, it, it, the reality of it is, is that 
clothing a, a, as a base vision sets the very first perception you meet with somebody. You know, it, you can change it afterwards, but. Yeah, I, you know, I think that's very important to note, especially when you're trying to put forth a certain image and people have to understand that um, and they can't try to blame it on something else. Listen, if you dress a certain way, you speak a certain way, that's going to leave that first impression. Right. Uh, you know, and, and but if you're if you're walking down the street and you're dressed a certain way, acting a certain way, that's going to leave another impression. And people right. will judge, you know, based upon what you're presenting, because obviously if you're presenting that, like you said before, you dress how you feel. If you feel like you're a thug, you dress like a thug. You feel like you're on Wall Street, you dress like you're on Wall Street. Right. You feel like you're a doctor, you dress like a doctor, you know, and you present yourself that way. So, you know, these are things that, um, that that people have to realize and own. Hey, listen, man, there are times I knew when I dressed a certain way, when I used to ride my motorcycle, right? I dressed like a biker. I looked like a biker. Um, and that's what I portrayed. It's what I wanted to portray. Now, right. I didn't dress like that when I went to my sales job or when right. I went to go and teach a martial arts class, right. I certainly wouldn't dress like that as a college professor. You know, right. I, I want to do something that's going to separate me from the students. Do right. I care if one of my students dresses like a biker in class? I care less, but right. will I do that? No. Right. Right. Well, same thing. If you, if you, if you were to look at my son, um, who's an attorney yeah. um, out, you would never know he was an attorney. I mean, he, I think he's put a tie on four times in the last three years or something like that, you know? And, and and that's because of the way the industry he's in with influencers, it doesn't really matter. Now, if he goes into, if he goes into a major meeting, of course, he's going to put on a tie and a shirt and a, probably a jacket, maybe not a jacket, but when he, when he worked for a firm in New York, you know, he wore a slacks and a shirt and a tie because it was the uniform for going in there. Um, you know, the, the uniform, you know, the, the uniform you wear, again, same thing, you know, is set by either where you work or what you do. Um, and fashion leads that a lot of ways. It, it, oh. it, it's, you know, the the whole, you know, business league casual thing has gone from a pair of slacks and a collared shirt to, you know, on a women's side, you know, it, it, it's athleisure leggings and a oversized shirt top right you know it, so like, where do you where do you think that this trend is going do you think the pendulum will swing people get a little more dressed up now or do we think it's going to stay casual do you think we're going to keep this, this I, I think it's going to swing back a little bit as, as businesses are requiring people to come back to their office yeah you know they, you've been wearing you've been hybrid or you've been out of the remote for three years, like Apple now is requiring people to come back to their offices, which I find interesting that all these guys are quitting their jobs because they're required to go do their jobs, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, in, in an office as opposed to home. Look at that. You know, but, you know, they certainly won't let them come to the office wearing what they were wearing when they were working out of their house. Right. You, you know, I, I think it, you know, from what I see trend-wise, you know, denim has kind of slowed down you know, it, 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 there used to be a hundred denim brands out there. They've kind of reduced, um, you know, the, the untucked shirt look kind of remains. Um, but that's because a lot of people are still out of shape. 
you know, guilty of charge. Um, but, you know, for ladies, you know, I can't really speak on women. I can tell you that, you know, Boho was big this past season. Yeah. Um, we're going back to a little bit more, not necessarily traditional, but it, it, I read another article this morning about the, the, the women on Palm Beach are very upset because the the traditional Palm Beach where it's Lily Pulitzer kind of bright and frilly and they can they can tell the New Yorkers who've come down because they've got, you know, either wearing all black or all white or, yeah. you know, the one color outfits. Monochromatic. <laughs> yes. I, I think that the one thing that will change about fashion mm -hmm. is it will stop. It will never stop changing. Right. You know, it, 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 it it's cyclical, right? You know, um, you so know, the Paris only constant is trucker, right? So, you know, Paris Hilton brought back, you know, the trucker hat yeah. back in the day, and it's started to make its way back. Bucket hats went out five years ago, they've made their way back. You know, fedoras are kind of coming back now. You know, the, the I, I think that Yellowstone and, and, <clears throat> and that entire market has kind of added a little bit of a western flair to what some people were wearing. Um, I always find it funny the, about the only thing I'm really offended by, and it's a stupid thing to be offended by, is, is the whole varsity jacket look. Because I'm of the mindset, if you haven't earned the varsity jacket, you can't wear it. Right. <laughs> you know, it's it just, exactly. it just one of those things, you know, that, you know, sorry, it just, it's just, it's the same thing that Avarex had said the whole thing with the military look, yeah. you know, with all the patches and stuff. It's like, dude, you're just not a, a jet jockey, so don't no. wear so I just want to, before we go today, I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, we have to thank, of course, philross.com, because without philross.com, we would not have this podcast. And, uh, you know, come there for all your training needs. You got to check it out. We have a Patreon channel now. Um, we got uh, pay-per-view flicks. We have uh, Fit Team Nutrition. We have, uh, of course, we have Health as a Wealth. You definitely want to get on that. It's a free virtual platform dedicated to health and wellness it's a, a community outreach program definitely check out health as well and then um tracy how can people reach you how can people reach you in your underwear well first of all yeah you know so i'm going to give my little couple of spiff here we founded a new brand about six months ago called up boxers up boxers it's upboxers.com that stands for the under project the 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 mission of the other than selling great boxers is for every pair of uh, boxers we sell, we donate a pair of underwear to um, a, a, an underprivileged child and we donate 5% of net proceeds to charities that serve underprivileged children. So, you know, it'd be great if people do that. Honestly, the underwear are great. You've worn them. Oh yeah, they're, they're, I'm on they're, right they're, now. They're I'm not really going to show them. I'm not going to show them, but I'm wearing them. I'm very you know, comfortable it, here, if you could tell. Yeah, our, our our joke is, you know, we put our heart and soul into getting into your pants. But um, that, but that being said, we also um, Majid is MajidNYC.com. We sell lots of nice lady stuff. Um, you can find it in most major off-price retailers, um, brands like Adrian Vitadini and Jones New York and Ellen Tracy. Um, you can find me on Instagram at at Mad Hatterisms. Um, or at Up Boxers. And, you know, it, it, and then we have another brand, Williamsburg Hatters, and you can find that at williamsburghatters.com. But, you know, feel feel free if you, if you have questions or anything, 
reach out on one of the Instagrams. We'll be more than happy to, you know, to, to talk to you. you. You know, we enjoy interfacing with people. At, at the end of the day, um, you know, people make our business, right? We, we make clothing and apparel and accessories. And without, you know, people, you know, oh, yeah. oh. doesn't exist. I forgot something. I just got notification last night. My Body Bell Method certification seminar that it's registered with both ACE and NASM just got registered. I'm a registered trademark now. Cool. Terrific. Yeah, so I'm pretty psyched yeah. about that. I just, I just threw that up on LinkedIn. So, you know, you'll see it on LinkedIn, Facebook, um, you know, uh, I'm all of that stuff. Masterfield Industries, also right. uh, uh, Instagram at kettlebell underscore king. And there's also Body Bell Method there as well. Uh, if if you want to see me fighting with people, check out Kettlebell King on um, on Twitter. That's where we do most of the fighting. Uh, <laughs> but you don't do that, any fighting. No, 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 no. It's 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 just funny when you. Yeah. It's just it's hilarious. But yeah, no, no, it, it, it's it's been great. You know, I, obviously most people don't realize. I mean, they see us talking, but you know, you've been my brother for forty plus years now. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. You know, and I'm trying to follow your hairstyle. So. Yeah, look at it. It's about time. <laughs> Hey, listen, I said, you know, both sides are having a race to the back. I figure I beat them. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, cool. No, it's, it's been great. You know, I'd love to come back again oh, you know, and, yeah. and talk. And, you know, again, you know, it, it, it's it's great that you do this stuff because, look, it's just it's just two guys talking, you know. All it is. All it is. So. Having a good old time. We're allowed yeah. to have an opinion. You don't have to. Exactly. Agree. Well, I'd like to thank the audience for listening. And we'll see you next time. This is. Master Phil, strength and honor.